WRFN, LP, Pasquo, Radio Free Nashville, welcome to Ghost Town, 1037-1071 FM if you're in Nashville, we're in the backyard, we're out in Pasquo in the hills, yeah, but you can also stream us on RadioFreeNashville.org, and that's a fact. I'm returning to mid-60s garage rock today, and uh, we're in the Midwest, around the Great Lakes. I'm bringing you some sounds from Wisconsin to kick off the show here, starting off with a band called the Baroques, and uh, this is one of the better-known bands of this region in Wisconsin. Uh, They had a couple of uh, notable songs and uh, played a lot of shows around the area. They covered the popular bands that were over in England, the Birds, the Stones, the Beatles, and uh, mixed in their own original material. Fan favorites, the Baroques. So without further ado, I'll let these specials play out here, and uh, we'll get right into this Wisconsin mid-60s garage rock. Nothing Left to Do But Cry is the name of the track coming at you. You're hanging in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve, Radio Free, Nashville.
That's a band called Gord's Horde there. I Don't Care is the name of the song. And uh, you're listening to music out of Wisconsin is what we're doing today. That's right. Here in Ghost Town. And uh, yeah, Gord's Horde, I Don't Care. What does it say about these guys? I'm reading some notes here off of uh, Highs in the Mid-60s compilation here, Wisconsin Part 2. Uh, it says there's little to tell about this Rhinelander Wisconsin band who occupied on one side of an EP on the legendary Hodag label, from which uh, we've taken this driven minor chord folk punker, lacking only hotter production to make it a real classic. That was Gord's Horde. Also, the Chaprells. It says, for a long time, this group's record on chess fooled collectors into thinking they were a Chicago band. Uh, but uh, now it's known they were hailed from Janesville, Wisconsin, and had at least two other records. And uh, Let's see, what else do we have? On the, oh, yes, the Baroques kicked it off, of course. And I wanted to just let you know that uh, they were a short-lived band, uh, but they were led by guitarist and singer Jay Borkenhagen of Milwaukee. And the other members were uh, Rick Benuski, who played bass, Dean Nimber drums, uh, Jacques Hutchinson, guitar vocals. And uh, Wayne Will, an original member, was drafted in August of 66. It says, when the psychedelic craze hit early in 67, they were signed to chess by none other than Ralph Bass the man who wrote Kansas City, to cash in on the trend. And, uh, yeah, it says within a year they were dropped. However, after a self-release 45, um, they slipped into the void. That's what happened with these guys. Anywho, we're going into, uh, let's see, the Cannons. A few more here on this record, Highs in the Mid-60s, Wisconsin Part 2. All right, Days Go By is the name of the track. You're in Ghost Town. Things can change you 
Right. 
Take your Saturday afternoon into high gear with a mix of Afropop tunes from across the globe. Let's embark on an exhilarating journey from Haitian compact South African house, from Kenya near Seoul to GRC Lingala, infused with rich Caribbean mixes and soul, hip-hop, R&B from up-and-coming artists of Afro-descent in Europe, USA, and expansive diaspora. These and countless more experiences await you. Come join us every Saturday, 1 till 3 p.m. It's Hot Air on Radio Free Nashville. You're hanging in Ghost Town with me, Creepy Steve. In our journey through the garages of the 60s, we come now to one of the great untapped territories. For reasons unfathomed, the music of Wisconsin is known far less than that of neighboring Minnesota. Despite an active local music scene, the presence of recording studios and a number of prolific regional labels, among them Raynard, Sarah, TP, Target, Teen Town, Citation, and Kuka. The roots of garage rock and garage punk can be heard in a great many of the records produced in Wisconsin in the years 1958 to 1963. Primitive live sound, surface guitars, wailing saxes, and a reliance on instrumentals and rockabilly. The songs of Buddy Holly, Gene Vincent, Richie Valens, and all were staples in the local dance halls. In a scene that must have closely resembled that of the Northwest, in musical purity as well as geographic isolation. We are hanging out in Wisconsin in the mid-60s. You heard a few tracks there off the side one of Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 15. The Challengers take a ride on the Jefferson Airplane. That was a good track there. Finishing off side one, it says, It's not often that one band pays tribute to another in this blatantly, but uh, since Donovan wasn't above flying Translove Airways, the Challengers must have thought it would be okay to dedicate this psyched-out instrumental to a West Coast band that was at the time just taking off. That's right. That was their song, Take a Ride on the Jefferson Airplane, the Challengers in there. Also, The Wanderers Rest on a previous album in this series, Highs in the Mid-60s, we heard their wild boat that I row. Now here's the even rarer Wright 45. This was a slightly different sound with its male-female folk duet. And uh, also in there, Family, I Want to Do It. Says, uh, not to be confused with the British group of the same name who started around the same time, this Milwaukee recording dates from about 1968. The song I Want to Do It, which is the one you heard, was a writ- it was written by the Strange Loves and uh, recorded widely by garage bands, at least a dozen, uh, plus several versions overseas. And uh, you also heard the Cannons, Days Go By, in there. Uh, Bo Brummel's influence pervades this only release by Milwaukee band The Cannons on the Night Owl label. Continuing now to side two of Highs in the Mid-60s, volume 15. These are great compilations. Pebbles Presents, by the way, that's the official track or title. Pebbles Presents Highs in the Mid-60s, volume 15, Wisconsin, part two. Coming at you now with the Mustard Men. I'm Creepy Steve, Radio Free, Nashville. I lost my baby. Oh, and I 
the Midnighters there with Charlena. It says Charlena is one of those early 60s R&B grease rockers that were the staple of pre-invasion garage bands everywhere, like Louie Louie, Wine Wine Wine, and the like. Originally done in 1963 by the Sevilles, somewhere around San Francisco, it was covered by a numerous amount of groups, including Zappa's doo-wop band, Ruben and the Jets. It also became a minor hit in Canada by Richie Knight and the Midnights. And uh, it says uh, here on the notes, with Canada being just across the border from northern Wisconsin, it's our theory that these Milwaukee boys thought to profit from the Canuck hit by putting their own version and adopting a, a confusingly similar similar, <laughs> similar moniker. And uh, so even so, they had to fight a competing version by another Milwaukee band, the Savoys. That was the Midnighters in there, Charlena. You also heard the Impalas, uh, their version of a Willie Dixon number made famous by... Howling Wolf, also by Cream. You heard Spoonful there. The Impalas says, We're not sure, but rumor has this band has some connection with Sam McClure and the Legends. Anyway, this is a nice raw blues shouter with a raving teenage guitar and snotty vocal. So dig it. <laughs> That's the notes when there aren't many notes. Pretty funny. I mean, like a lot of these bands are very obscure, so it's just nice we have the notes we have on them, quite honestly, and the recordings. Um, the Spacemen also in there. Their song, Same Old Grind, uh, they're from uh, Wausau, Wisconsin. And um, it says, uh, was being based there was evidently no insurance against early demise for this band of maladjusted dropouts who backed it up with the weirdest Beatle cover you'd ever want to hear, a version of Run For Your Life, retaining only the lyrics, adding completely new melody and chord pattern, and grafting on the riff from Johnny Burnett's Little Boy Sad. Boy, those spacemen, what a bunch of characters. I love these notes. That's why I just want to read them to you verbatim. Plus, it makes it easy on me, and I can be lazy. How about that for honesty? Oh, kicking off side two, the mustard men. I lost my baby. These guys had it all. A primitive Louie Louie sound, cool organ, question mark vocals, and a killer name. How'd you like to be able to say, hey, baby, I'm in the mustard men? Well, forget it. You never will. <laughs> I love it. They seem to have been a group of Polish boys, and we wish we knew more about them. Did they smear mustard on their uniforms? What did their drumhead look like? Where is it now? The mustard man, I lost my baby. Continuing on with side two, highs in the mid-60s, volume 15. This is Wisconsin. You're in ghost town. I'm Creepy Steve. It's time for some Joey G and the come-ons. You know, till the end of time.
That wraps up side two of Highs in the Mid-60s, volume 15, Wisconsin. And you just heard the Rehabilitation Crews with their track, Mini Skirts. Also in there, the Medallions out of Wisconsin. Leave Me Alone. It was thought those guys were from Chicago, but apparently they were from Wisconsin, the Medallions. Also, the Fugitives, Come On and Clap is the track you heard. They were from Madison, Wisconsin. They only had one record, and that was this crude frantic rocker with a forgettable mercy ballad on its flip and it says uh, here the sure the production is weak and there's no instrumental break but you have to agree it really rocks out 
That was The Fugitives. Come on and clap was the track. And uh, kicking off that set we had just there, Joey G and the Come Ons. You've already heard She's Me. Now here's the other side of this classic proto-punker. Who was this guy? Who was this guy? Somebody named Joey G had a record called Don't Blow Your Cool on ABC in 1966. But we haven't heard it. (laughs) These notes can be so vague and fun. But it's like, hey, they had to put something. Something for the tracks. All right, that wraps Wisconsin for right now. We're going to hang out still around uh, the Midwest, the Great Lakes, hop over to Michigan. I'm going to take a quick break here with a short message for you. And then we've got the group called the Mussies out of, uh, out of Michigan. And it uh, says it's a mystery group from West Michigan. That's all we know. Their track, 12 o'clock July, coming at you. Radio Free Nashville, I'm Creepy Steve. You're hanging in ghost town. Did you know that there are over 7,000 children in foster care in Tennessee, each dreaming of a home and a family that will love and care for them? You can help make that dream come true by becoming a foster or adoptive parent. Therapeutic Interventions is looking for English and Spanish-speaking individuals and couples willing to open their hearts and their homes to a child in need. They provide free training, room and board payments, and professional assistance 24-7 all across Tennessee. Make a difference in the life of a child. Call Therapeutic Interventions today at 615-457-2334 or visit their website at www.tiicares.com.
And I'm able to do the bird on I'm well I'm ready I'm willing and I'm able to do the bird on I'm Come on pretty baby We're gonna bird we're gonna bird until tomorrow night Because I'm ready uh-huh. And I'm willing uh-huh. Well I'm ready and I'm able so you better come and go with me Wrapping up there with The Boss Man, I'm Ready, is the track you just heard. And it says, beginning in the early 60s, The Boss Men were perhaps Saginaw's top band. And many of their singles are outstanding rockers, such as the Credence-styled Help Me Baby. And it says they made at least 13 records before changing into The Frost in the late 60s, from which uh, we've selected I'm Ready as a powerful rocker with period bird dance lyrics. Coming at you from Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 5. We're in Michigan right now. That was the Boss Men. Also in there, The Unknown. Shake a Tail Feather. Possibly the best rendition of this music Michigan staple. Done by nearly all of the bands around the area. And uh, recently revived by the Romantics, it says here. You also heard the Roadrunners with Roadrunner Baby. The second and best of their two singles and that says uh, this is the raw version of the Bo Diddley Pretty Things number. And uh, kicking off the set, starting off the Michigan music segment of our show, the Mussies, a rocket number. That was fantastic. 12 o'clock, Ju- 12 o'clock July was the name of that track. And uh, it says it's a mystery group from West Michigan. Those are the only notes there. We've got some notes here from an article called Michigan Punk Rock by Dick Rosemont. It says Detroit proper never had much of a local scene. Other than Motown, of course, everything came from the suburbs. But it was called Detroit. The suburbs are Detroit to some. Ann Arbor is Detroit. To the rest of the country, Detroit was a Motown records city. Uh, But out beyond the inner city lay a punk scene that was to emerge as one of the most vital, creative, and musically unique of all regional scenes of the 60s. Before 1964, the area had its handful of high school bands playing the usual teen hops and annual state fair Uh, Battle of the Bands competitions. And if you were lucky, you got to accompany a local DJ at the Wald Lake Casino or Motor City Roller Rink. 
And these spots were greasy all the way, always full of the rebellious youth that characterized the era. Michigan had its American graffiti, too. The rise of a tangible local scene paralleled the development of the hideout teen clubs and record company. Uh, Dave Leone and Ed Punch Andrews recognized the potential for a regular club featuring live bands. And they had been impressed with a group called The Fugitives out of Birmingham and set them up at a rented hall in Harper Woods. Opening night of the hideout, it sounded like a good name. <laughs> in parentheses. In May of 64, brought 87 people in two fights. But here was this band playing songs like Louie Louie and doing things people had never heard before on the stage. The word spread. Two weeks later, 337 teenagers showed up. Suddenly, there was an organized spot for kids to go on Friday nights. The hideout thrived. And in addition to growing audiences, there were growing numbers of local bands as well. Uh, the hideout spurred this growth... Although, uh, with the onset of the British invasion and rampant teen mania, the timing was just right. One of the first regular hideout bands was the Pleasure Seekers, formed by a former hideout concession stand cashier, Susie Quattro. The Fugitives went on to become the name band in the area. Originally called the, the Tremolos, they were five innovative high school students who you'd see in class Monday, despite the fact you'd seen them on stage as stars Friday night. The core of the band, Gary Quackenbush, Glenn Quackenbush, and Elmer Clausen. Uh, they later evolved into the Scott Richard case with, uh, of course, Scott Richardson. And they were into the pretty things and cream before anyone had heard of them. When fresh cream became popular, people still associated I'm So Glad with the case due to their previous cover version. <laughs> There's plenty more notes to that. I don't want to read you into sleep or hypnosis. So we're going to take a quick break here, and I've got some more music coming at you. Uh, the Underdogs is on deck. Surprise, surprise. Radio Free Nashville here in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. This is WRFNLP, Pasquo, Tennessee. Radio Free Nashville. The 50s, the 60s, the 70s. Hi, this is Steve Summers welcoming you aboard the Oldies Time Machine right here on WRFN, Radio Free Nashville. Rediscover three great decades of music. Enjoy special features like the Diner Tune, the Motown Memory, the Doo Opera, the Instrumental Nugget, and the Elvis Moment with Howard Groves. Come on, spend an hour inside the Oldies Time Machine. Tune in Thursday nights, 11 o'clock Central on Radio Free Nashville.
take you home, that's the end of our romance When you pass me in school, don't you bother to stop Your last escapade, put the lid on the top You hit me once too often, my anger will not soften Our friends cause a mess and I Couldn't care less off with him you say you'll be strong but you give in to every little whim you think i'll forgive each mistake that you make but this time you're wrong i'm really glad you've gone you hurt me once too often my anger will not soften our friends with a mess and i couldn't care less Too much. Can't believe you. Ever. 
Turn on there, ending side one of Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 5. We're in Michigan right now, Ghost Town on the Road again. Mid-60s garage rock for you. That's right, you just heard the Rationals. And there it says, a little need to be said about this one. One of Michigan's top bands of the 60s. We offer here their rarest recording. A promo disc for Danby's Men's Shops, which shows off their torrid R&B style better than any of their official releases. The Rationals. Also in there, the Boss Five. Not much is known about this Detroit band. This is the flip of uh, Please, Mr. President single, a classic punk novelty that can be heard on Psychedelic Unknowns Volume 4. FYI. Also in there, the Runarounds, another mystery group. They had two singles, and it says both were fine. <laughs> so trust that. I Couldn't Care Less was the track by the Runarounds there. And uh, you also heard the Underdog. Surprise, surprise. Most of their output was of exceptional quality and it was hard for us to pick one but we chose surprise surprise is a great stones cover that few have heard that's right these are the notes from pebbles presents highs in the mid 60s volume five we're in michigan and uh just some more uh notes from uh the michigan punk rock article by dick rosemont it says here by 1965 there were countless punk bands popping up particularly in the richer suburbs of gross point Birmingham and Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, where parents could sell or could shell out $1,000 for equipment and not miss it. So high school uh, sock hops were passing up DJs as attractions and offering live bands. Uh, Other clubs were started, the Hullabaloos, the Crow's Nest, the Pumpkin, uh, the Birmingham Bloomfield Teen Center also, and a second hideout opened in Southfield, drawing over 600 people the first night. It It says it seemed as though everyone and his brother was in a group. 
And uh, most bands at this time built their reputations through live appearances as opposed to radio exposure. Uh, Motown was the only major label, um, and they were all black at the time. That's what it says. Local labels soon came into being, however, although more for the purpose of promoting the, the groups than to seek hit records. Pretty cool there. And it says D- Dave Leone started Hideout Records right after the club hit. Pre- previously, he had produced The Fugitives on D-Town, a small R&B label, but the records had no distribution. Uh, the few copies pressed were passed around town to promote the band and are virtually impossible to find today. The first Hideout release was an album titled The Fugitives at Dave's Hideout. It says the record itself was technically awful, a basement recording fed through a PA at the hideout and re-recorded with enthusiastic crowd reactions. The material ranged from Love Potion Number no. 9 and Louie Louie to originals like Friday at the hideout, and that says uh, 500 copies were sold for $3 at each, or $3 each at the hall. Having a hard time reading today. The fine print. Pebbles Presents Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 5. A quick word here, then we're going to continue on with side two. We're in Michigan, Ghost Town on the Road, Radio Free Nashville. A human voice. It can be sweet as music, powerful as thunder. And so, my fellow Americans. But not for millions with COPD. This serious lung disease makes it hard to breathe. (laughs) And many who have COPD don't know it. That's where your voice comes in. If you or a loved one have symptoms, talk with a healthcare provider. And join us in raising our voices for the millions with COPD who can't. Learn more. Breathe better at NIH.gov. Thank you. 
Everywhere 
Interestingly enough, it seems that the uh, the record company here put the wrong songs on side two of this record. We're listening to British rock now, the mid-60s, which is really great. It just it doesn't fall in with the theme here of uh, American mid-60s rock, especially specifically Michigan, which is what we were listening to on side one and we're supposed to on this one. I don't know exactly who you've heard, but... Um, I've got a couple of them here that I knew. Uh, that last one was The Fresh Windows with Fashion Conscious. And you also heard Ten Turn Abbey, another uh, British band in there with their song B-Side. B-E-E-S-I-D-E. And uh, kicking off that side, it was uh, some band's version of Stepping Stone. You know, the Monkees, Tommy Boyce. The Tommy Boyce uh, penned track there, Stepping Stone. And that's all I've got. And there are four, no, three more songs Left on this side, left up to mystery, which is kind of cool. So I've got a, uh, a mispressed uh, album, if you will. The labeling's correct. The songs are not. Some more British rock coming at you in Ghost Town. Creepy Steve here, Radio Free Nashville.
And it just cuts off right there. Very interesting stuff right there. That's a mispressed record. And it was supposed to be the uh, Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 5, Michigan, which was correct on the first side, but not on side two. So what you heard uh, were a couple more uh, British psych rock songs. Very bluesy number, that last one. A Walk Down Emily Lane by a band called The Explained. I'm sorry, The Unexplained. Smack me around and call me Susan. Uh, Also in there, a band called Apple. The Other Side was the track you heard. So some British uh, British rock, but we're going to get back to the Midwestern United States, mid-60s. Uh, this time, Ohio is the state of choice. A quick word from Matt the Prod Man. Stay tuned. You're in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve, Radio Free Nashville. Hi folks, Matt the Prod Man here, your host of RFN Weekend. It's your weekly mix of classics, easy favorites, and that hot stereo rock. The stuff you know you love, but don't want to admit it at least straight off, right? Be sure to catch us Sunday afternoons, 2 p.m. Central at 1037 FM, 107.1 FM,
the denim's there. The Adler's sock. Listening to uh, Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 9 from Ohio. That's what we're doing right now. How about it? How about that? Thanks for hanging out today in Ghost Town. We're getting near the end here. Taking you to the top. Stay tuned for RFN Weekend to continue. We How'd that sound? Good? Am I doing well? Good. <laughs> Continuing your the soundtrack to your Sunday is what I was going for originally. RFN Weekend coming at you at 2 p.m. Central. Matt the Prod, man. Matt the PM. Keep on it. Yes, you just heard the Denims with uh, the Adler Sock. And uh, this was primarily a dance band. These guys were popular in uh, East Coast disco techs from 65 through around 67. Recorded a couple of outstanding haunting punkers, including I'm Your Man, which can be heard on Mind Rocker Volume 7, and White Ship on Pebbles Volume 7. If you're into compilations, which I am, and uh, there's a lot of great uh, rare stuff on these uh, Pebbles Presents compilations and other ones as well. Um, it says, but the Denims also had a penchant for uh, commercial tie-ins, and in between their recordings for Columbia and Mercury, they found time to cut a disc for the Canton Textile Mills. Salty Dog was the track, inspired by the sudden popularity among young Americans of that new all-cotton invention. Salty Dog. Scrub Denim. <laughs> I don't understand the reference. Hopefully you do. And still another disc singing the virtues of the Adler Sock. The latter being their rarest is included here. There you go. You heard the Adler Sock. The Denims. Also in there, the Squires with their surf instrumental Batmobile. Good stuff there. Some 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 sound effects. and uh, I don't know. That's all I got. The Squires. <laughs> Can you tell them at the end of my rope? I'm at the end of my weekend. Wah, wah. Oh, well. It happens every Sunday. The Squires. Batmobile. There you have it. Also in there, a Dayton band. Dayton, Ohio, called the Gillian Rowe with their version of Gloria. It says uh, there were very few bands in 1966 who didn't play Gloria. And this bunch of high school hipsters from Dayton proves why the song had such appeal. It was a song anybody could sing, even if they couldn't sing the blues and make it sound raw and bluesy. You know, you just scratch up your voice a little bit. This has to be one of the hippest versions uh, extent. And uh, when you take a look at the band's picture on the front of this LP, Highs in the Mid-60s, Volume 9, <clears throat> um, it's sad to realize they're probably settled down in the suburbs listening to Culture Club. See, this uh, compilation was put out in the 80s. So these are the notes from that. You also heard the Deadlies in there on the road again. And that was a loving spoonful cover. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're from Columbus, the Deadlies on the road again. I've got a few more tracks for you, maybe two, maybe three, not sure, coming at you from Ohio. And then we'll continue with Ohio next week in Ghost Town. Thanks for hanging out today, Radio Free Nashville. I'm just going to let the music and some messages carry it out from this point. My voice is kind of given, and uh, I just don't seem to be connecting very well between brain and mouth today. Maybe that'll improve. All right, music. Along the way, I've got, let's see, Baki and the Visions, the Statesmen, maybe the Pied Pipers. Maybe we'll have some time for them. We'll see. Maybe even the tree stumps. You never know. If not this week, next week. Thanks for hanging in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday.